kind of like my brother had um tetris dx which is like for uh it's for game boy color and um he had that when i was like a little kid and i would play it a little bit here and there but i was like just god awful i mean if you've ever played tetris before um you know that like when you first start out playing there is such a learning curve that like you you just die like so quickly in that game and then it wasn't until Absolutely. I think Absolutely. You just stack stack it all wrong. Yeah, yeah, so because yeah. you got you just don't know the proper way to do it. Um so then it wasn't until like college and uh our roommate Greg Faust, he hooked up um Tetris on the Wii. He like made he like like uh booted um I can't remember the name of the I think it's like the homebrew channel on the Wii and it lets oh, yeah. you like emulate all those different systems. Okay. And uh, so the, uh, regular Nintendo one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we would run the regular uh, Nintendo version of Tetris, and then it just became this competition where it was like who can get the higher score, and we called it the Space Race, and it was like to see who could get to a hundred thousand first. And like we were like seriously ah. trying for like months, and uh, I think like there was like a six pack like on the line for for the winner, uh, and then I I got it. And then, um, nice. After that, I was just like totally Clinched addicted. The victory, yeah. It's like an old totally. school arcade battle going on here. Yeah, and uh, yeah. All you're all you're missing is the cabinet, essentially. Yeah, man. And the and the quarters. Yeah, yeah. The pocket change. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. And so, like, yeah. you know, every once in a while, I would just play it, and I had like an app on my phone. Um, and then um, I I started buying Tetris games like here and there. Um, and then, like, after a while, I had, like, a good collection. Like, I had probably, like, 10 or 12 games. And I was like, huh, I wonder how many games there are. Like, I wonder if I could just complete the full collection. And so I Googled it. And uh, there's a couple sites. There's two sites that had, like, comprehensive lists of, like, every single game. But, like, half of them were in Japanese. And half of them were, like, totally, like, un- untraceable games. Um, so I, I took that as wow. a challenge to just literally find them. So... Nice. So Tetris so Hunter. So you you looked at you looked at the impossible and you're like, fuck that. I'm gonna make sure that I can actually complete this set. Yeah. What, what is so your like, favorite one out of all um, these? I don't know. I guess maybe my favorite one is still goes back to just like literally the Tetris at the X for oh. uh, the OG one that I had for Game Game yeah. Boy Color because that one is just the one that I grew okay. up on. It's the one that I do the best on. Um, like going back, feels like good. Yeah, yeah, like the controls are good. Like, that's the funny thing is like when you know when I would go into like gaming shops and stuff to like find games, um, like I'd be like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm collecting uh, Tetris games and trying to get, make a full collection. And game shop owners, 100 percent of the time, are always like, why? Like, why would you do that? <laughs> because they're like, because to most people, it's the same game over and over again. You know what I mean? So it's like, why would you right. want to? But there's 
being that like I have um, I have like 60 games and I think I have 50 plus different titles. There's like minute differences wow, in each one. Man. Yeah, and and like every single one is like a little bit different. So it's like kind of cool to to be able to like pick out the the little differences. Um, yeah. But yeah, either Tetris DX would be my favorite, or um, there was this one. Uh, it's called Tengen Tetris, and Tengen was huh. uh, they released um, Tetris. I think it was Atari that owned Tengen, and they released Tetris for uh, for the original um, uh, Nintendo, like back in the day. Actually, before the original Nintendo had a copy of it. So what happened was oh, is wow. the uh, the uh, the owner of of the Tetris franchise sold the rights to Atari to make this game. They made it, but what he didn't realize is that Nintendo had bought the console rights. So they released this game under Tengen and then had to immediately pull it off the shelves because there was a lawsuit. Um, and they actually lost the lawsuit. But that, so that one's a really rare one and it's, it floats around like a hundred dollars a copy, but that is like a fantastic game. And that's one you're looking to add to your collection? No, that's one I have. I actually I have oh, every single that's title. That's what you have. Wow. Awesome. There's um, that's amazing. I have a, a fairly definitive collection. Like I'm 99% positive that I have every single title. I've I've gone through uh, like tons of lists online, and I have I've spent way too much money getting in <laughs> getting it shipped from Japan and stuff. Yeah, there's some sketchy there's some sketchy sales that have been done to get some of these games. Now, so you have <laughs> some, some of these ja- some back backroom game sales. Ah, yeah, yeah. You have uh, some of the Japanese cartridges as well. Yeah, like um, I got probably half my collection is is Japanese cartridges and discs because Tetris is way bigger over there than it is over here. Don't you run into an issue with the discs, like running uh, region codes? Um. You know it's crazy. Like I have, um, I have so many ways around that. Like I have, um, I have a couple modded systems. Okay. Um, I've actually literally gone it. out and bought foreign systems so that I can play them. Like I went out and bought a uh, a foreign PS2 so that I could play That's all bond. the PS2 and <laughs> PS1 games. Yeah. Yeah. It's devotion right there. Yeah. It always looked like they had a hell of a like selection in Japan for video games on PS2, especially. Yeah, like, uh, I was just on Reddit the other day, and this kid posted this picture um, in r slash game collecting, and it was about how he just went over to Japan for, like, an extended period of time, and he had an apartment over there, and he had, like, a two-bedroom apartment, and he literally filled the entire second bedroom up with video games, like, like literally wall-to-wall. Oh, God. Wow. Because it's, so uh, it's so cheap. It's so cheap. like. Probably- probably worth a lot though in the uh, long run if you get a f- complete collection like you got yeah yeah yeah, something yeah. Like that together man that's awesome the dedication the thing is about, awesome alone the, the thing about tetris is that like there's not really that many there's there's such little information out there on on collectors and stuff that's why like you know i know of one girl that that also collects on the internet and other than that there's nobody that i've seen that actually like like actively collects Tetris games, so I don't know. Now, now is this like a possible Guinness Book World Record kind of? And this, uh, yeah, this is entry? where this is where when kind of people always ask that I guess about the collection, and I think I I don't think it would count because I think when Guinness counts a collection, they count like every little plushie doll 
and t-shirt and keychain that you have as part of a collection. So if I was going to run it in, in some sort of like, you know, world record format, I would have to do largest Tetris title collection because I'm not all, I, I don't have like all the little trinkets and stuff. I just collect literally right. console games. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm wonder I wonder what the rules on that are. You should definitely uh do some research into that cuz hey, I mean, if you, they have that specific category of titles. Yeah, you could have the only complete Tetris collection. That could be the yeah, and, alone, and, like Yeah, and I think we, I do. Like, you know. Yeah, and and That's I guess like dope. if I as far as, you know, the collection goes, like buying some of the games was a lot of them I got on Craigslist and a lot of them I got on eBay because it's impossible to find these games in the United States if they're from Japan. But surprisingly, I've been seeing a shift in the game collecting community that you can get a better price on Amazon from some of the third-party vendors than you can on eBay. Okay. I feel like people do prefer Amazon to eBay in general these days. Yeah, I do myself. Like, I rarely order from eBay. I always order from Amazon. Yeah, and I think the thing is, he- is that some I've been hearing that a lot. Some people just like throw up a game on there, and the you know they'll be like, you know, it'll be expensive for three years ago, but since the price has risen on that game over three years, like it's a pretty good price now, you know. So like, what what three years ago, fifty dollars would have been like an awesome price for this game. Now this game in in two thousand sixteen is is seventy five to a hundred dollars, and and the sellers don't really update their inventory. I've noticed. Huh. huh. That's, that's, well, that's awesome. a, that that leads to pretty good deals for you. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Right. Which I really shouldn't do anymore. I have way too many games. Huh. <laughs> stop collecting. That's like telling a crack addict to stop smoking crack. It's, it's yeah, not, right. That's not gonna happen. Apparently, <laughs> it will happen. I, you're just gonna have to send me to rehab. <laughs> Tetris, Tetris rehab. rehab. <laughs> Whoa. Yep. You're going to start, like, lining up your food into little blocks before you eat it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Stop stacking your food. the row. <laughs> I, I, maybe you so, remember, Jesse, too, from, like, way back in the day, though, but, like, I got a pretty good sense of interior design, and maybe that comes from the Tetris shit, you know? I could definitely see that, because, yeah, if you wanted your uh, room to have, like, a nice, like, yeah, I call, I'll call it a Tim Shui uh, <laughs> oh, to it. Oh, okay. It... It he he's got an eye for design definitely. Um, I, I was always impressed whenever you like kind of rearranged your room or something. You like even uh, when we were living together, uh, you you had a nice like I remember area under your lofted bed. Yeah. That you had made. Yeah, yeah. And it was just so it looked so comfy in there. I have to say, compared to like I think I had like a twin mattress on the floor. Or something <laughs> for for comparison. Yeah, th- that. that's maybe that's one to write on a job resume is spatial awareness. Yeah, definitely. You don't want. Well, I mean, that means you also won't be knocking shit over. You know, <laughs> clumsy ass. <laughs> well, e- either way, this is uh, Tim Zabluski. He is a longtime friend of mine. Uh, we went to college together. We lived together. Um, he is a possibly the world's largest tetris collection owner um as far as we know I'm, he is we're gonna I'm dubbing w- him yeah in. we're american slacker podcast is gonna give him the stamp of uh of world's largest uh tetris collection owner fuck yeah. fuck guinness book <laughs> yeah fuck do they know <laughs> prove us wrong you guys are more prestigious plushies. anyways 
I well, thank you for that. We appreciate yeah, that. We appreciate that here. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we we brought Tim on. Uh, he's going to join us. We uh, we're going to keep a little bit of our same format. We're going to get into some news in a second here, um, but we're also going to get into some of uh, Tim's exploits and uh, and some uh, media suggestions uh, of uh, movies, docs, that kind of stuff. So stick around, get to know Tim a little bit. You. Our f- He's an alright guy. I, I think I think they'll like him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so the first thing that that I have to ask you guys is this: what? How do you how do you normally eat your burgers? Do you go are you ketchup, mustard, pickles, like all in, or just like more plain? Oh, I like the I like the works, but no pickles. I'm okay. I'm definitely like so, a I'm definitely like a like a cheeseburger guy. Like if it doesn't have cheese on it, it's not for me. But I've been going with fried eggs recently. Yep. Fried eggs on top, man. It's all the way. Ah. Oh man, that is really good. I had one uh, not too long ago. New experience for me. That's pretty Dang good. It. It's got to be like I, I, o- I would over medium. Enjoy that over medium because then when you bite into it, it, it congeals and it drips down. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You get that nice little bit of yellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Now. What about if I what what would you say if I told you Nutella on a burger? Is that something you go for? Uh not not here. <laughs> no? Yeah. A no nah. a no for Matt? That's that's a no for me. No, no way. No no from you? Do you guys like Nutella in general? I don't. <laughs> Honestly, dude, I don't either, man. <laughs> no? <laughs> oh man. No. Ah, so we got a bias going on here. You're not going to get a like from us because we hate it. You know, I'm not crazy about <laughs> it. I know I know people personally that do really, really love it. Um, it's it's cool. It's like I, I, I picture it as kind of like a substitute for peanut butter maybe in certain like recipes or whatever. But in Italy, they are debuting at McDonald's the Sweetie Con Nutella, which is huh. a burger with <sighs> Nutella. <laughs> and like on a brioche bun, dude. McDonald's so, in other countries is so weird. So, salty sweet. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We've talked about other uh, McDonald's uh, delicacies from other countries. Like in Japan, they had the pumpkin chocolate fries. Yeah, India does like potato burgers. <laughs> I would do the potato yeah, burger. Yeah, and uh, see, yeah, so, uh, some of them sound good. Like uh, yeah. even even chocolate fries. Like if it was just that, and not the pumpkin part, maybe I'd give that a try because it's kind of like putting uh, fries in the frosty mm-hmm. but uh yeah. the <laughs> the the nutella burger I, i'm wondering if uh i i know some people in italy through through some i know some people and maybe i can get one of these <laughs> shipped over and I, I can give it a try and tell you how it is yeah i've heard uh, mcdonald's doesn't go bad so fuck it think- fuck it if you want to try the sweetie con nutella burger from the mcdonald's in italy go down to your local mcdonald's go to your grocery store and pick up a jar of nutella just order a burger smear some nutella on it and you've made yourself an italian fucking sweetie con nutella mcdonald's cheapest burger. trip to italy you're ever gonna get did you guys oh yeah did you guys see that video recently right in the parking lot there was a guy that literally filled his entire bath bathtub with nutella and then just jumped in it and just sat oh. in it for like maybe like 15 20 minutes did it That's... take him a second to sink into it it did it did like isn't that shit thick <laughs> yeah it was it was absolutely it's like, gross yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like slowly going in the that. mud 
Like put it's yeah. like it's pudding essentially. Yeah, maybe definitely. a little bit thicker than pudding. And so like it's like the dick that filled the pool with Coca Cola. Oh yeah, and then he crashes drone Over into the, the summer. Pool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what this fascination is with like submerging yourself in food products. It's getting likes, yeah, man. It's getting know. likes and ad revenue. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah, true. <laughs> Someone needs to dive into a pool of hot sauce with their eyes open. Oh, that, that would be. That's something I'd want to watch. That'd go viral. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm not even going to ask for uh, credit for it. Just do the video and put it up and tag me in it. Yeah, yeah. Spend um fucking ten thousand dollars on hot sauce. Can you imagine what it would cost to fill like anything that you could submerge yourself in? They always in come in sauce. like super tiny bottles. It would be you'd have to break the bottles open. You'd have to break. You imagine like you'd look ridiculous. <laughs> it would take you days to empty them if you wanted to do it like that. You'd be like, I'm gonna get all of them out I'm of so here. So tired. Your but arms would keep be going. Buff. It'd be like doing a shake weight. <laughs> Who's doing the sound effect here? I like. It. <laughs> I was I was trying. I was trying to do it. Let me see if I. I think it was a success. Dude. Oh, my arms. All this hot It's sauce. not coming out fast enough still. You got to hit the 57. We're never going to fill this pool. <laughs> Man, you got to get a kiddie pool. That's the problem. You yeah. do one of those above yeah. ground pools, you're going to be doing it forever. Yeah. And you're going to go <laughs> bankrupt in hot sauce. <laughs> no, you got to get those like uh, industrial size Frank's like red hot. Oh, Sam's Club it up. Yeah, where you can just rip the top off and like pour it in like a pour gallon. It in. Yeah. Yep, that's probably the way to go. We're just being absurd. <laughs> so I, I think our next story is coming from us uh, from uh, China, right? Speaking of other like well, countries, McDonald's. Yes. Continuing on from last week, we brought another uh, sad dating story. So lonely. <laughs> no. So, oh, lonely. so lonely. Lonely for so long, you could say in this one. Um. So we have Alexander Peter Cirque, a good man from Holland. He had met a lovely lady on a dating app, and uh, she, he's 41, to give you an idea, and she's 26. Now, she's in China, as we were saying before, in Beijing. It's 5,000 miles apart. Well, Alexander was fed up. He wanted to take a trip to uh, meet his boo. And uh, let's just say he got, he got so ambitious and did it so quickly that uh, he ended up waiting in the airport a little bit when he showed up. So, apparently what happened was he did a spur-of-the-moment idea, and uh, from what it claims, she had no idea he was coming, and he booked a 10-day trip. Oh, no. So he had faith in love, and he waited around this airport for the full 10 days. (laughs) Oh, my God. Apparently photos were popping up on social media about him. Like the man looking guy, for love in like a, China. What's this guy? Tom Hanks from uh, the Terminal. Just I love that like movie. Hang out. It's a great movie. That's a great movie. <laughs> that is a great movie. <laughs> if you haven't seen the uh, Terminal, classic Hanks. Go watch the Terminal. Classic Hanks. Classic Hanks. <laughs> and not Colin. He's just so Tom, a boy. So Tom Hanks from Denmark is wandering around Chinese airports. So he's wandering for around ten days. For ten days. No luck. The lady love never shows up, man. Um, the news gets involved in this. They, they're the ones that actually tracked down the woman, and she said it was a surprise that he had been waiting for her to show up. 
Um, That's right. She didn't know anything about this, right? Yeah, she thought it was a joke. He had mentioned something about it, like, real briefly, and uh, she thought it was a joke. And she also claimed that she had plastic surgery scheduled that week. Um, and then was she wasn't able to respond to his messages when he arrived and was in the airport. Which I just think she was avoiding a stalkerish issue. <laughs> <laughs> like it got too real too quick. Yeah. And she was just like, I'm just not going to pick oh, him up. Oh, fuck, he's here. <laughs> you know, I got a theory on this, man. I got a theory that this has SugarDaddy.com written all over it. This oh, is dude. Oh, okay. This is 2641. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is a bit of a gap. Yeah. Come on. What? Yeah. He was paying her to do stuff, college? and then she. Then he was I'm like, "I'm just gonna that. fall in love with this girl and just fly there without telling her." That's 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 a sugar daddy if I've ever heard one. Oh yeah. Huh. Oh yeah. I could I could see that being plausible. Five thousand mile trip. <laughs> I, see, until until you said the news contacted this girl, I thought it was gonna be a catfish situation where like Oh yeah. Right? Turned out turned out to be like some some Chinese dude who's just like messing with people online. But what if what was he, Denmark? But what if the Holland. catfish situation was actually Holland. another dude that was living in Denmark and so he flew all the way out to China? to go see this girl but really he could have just like drove down the street to meet the guy <laughs> that's a movie there that's a go. movie idea and a half let's 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 go to the you know let's go to let's hollywood with that one on this, uh, yeah we'll uh we'll jot that one down for later <laughs> <laughs> after 10 days authorities reportedly took a frail looking cirque to a local hospital for treatment for a broken Poor heart guy. <laughs> oh man, oh, it does God. not say that. It does not say that. I added that little <laughs> tidbit. Oh man, editorializing. Uh, it's fun how we could spin it though. We own yeah. this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not he he's recovering, right? He's not like dead or anything. Well, from what I heard, he's in critical condition. As we said, a broken heart is nothing to be taken lightly. <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> Uh yeah, no, he's fine. He was just being a little bitch. <laughs> Did he not have like money with him? Like to, like I, well, I don't understand. I don't know. Maybe he, he was in shock. Uh, I don't know. Though. I'm imagining he was, he was a frail person, not frail looking. I, I think the looking part got added in on a mistake. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna make a juxtaposition between that story and our next story. If this older lady can be attacked by salad dressing and not go to the hospital. I think that guy could survive 10 days in the airport. <laughs> the guy was wearing cut-off jeans, man. Yeah. He was. He was wearing He was wearing cut-offs, man. Oh, man. That's, yeah, I guess that, that does leave you exposed to the elements of the airport air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> you might get hypothermia if you, like, take a shower and then lay there for a few days, which he did. He was laying around for a few days. But this lady in Wyoming, our next story, uh, the headline reads, Woman claims possessed salad dressing caused two grand, or well, two thousand pounds worth of damage to her home. So, God. (laughs) Watch out, people. Salad dressing's coming to get you. I don't don't think the salad dressing did. I feel like the lady got spooked from the salad dressing and then, like, did she burn the house? Like, what happened? Or did she just go AWOL and smash it? I will quote the end of this, though. A woman. Oh, oh! Don't wait. Just save the end. Don't don't spoil it quite yet. We gotta we gotta hype this. Um, 
what I was going to say before, Matt, a woman claims to have been attacked by her salad dressing. This is nothing to be taken lightly. Well, <laughs> unless she has like a, like a bulk size salad dressing, I feel like that's pretty easy to contain if it animates. Oh, yeah. Am I being well, unrealistic? Like... <laughs> We'll 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 uh, we'll progress through her her maybe she's a frail savage old lady. attack. She's she's an older lady. I don't think they uh, said her she's age frail, like, anywhere sirk. in here. Have you guys but, seen uh, Ghostbusters? I mean, is come it, on. where is this? Wait, where is this lady from? Do we have a backstory? Is this Cirque's mom? Wyoming. <laughs> it's Cirque's mom. She's uh, uh, native from Holland. She moved to Wyoming to get away. From that makes Cirque. so much sense. Uh, and she got haunted by the salad dressing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Which really? So she, you know what? It's because she keeps buying all this back alley salad dressing. Yeah, that's with, what it go is. Go with the name brand. Yeah, you're you get you're eventually you gonna get a you're eventually gonna get a cursed one. Like you're just it's Russian roulette in that case. <laughs> so she goes. I heard pop pop pop. I looked up. It was possessed. It was going crazy. It was shooting up in the air to the side. She told Fox reporter or reporter from Fox 19. Uh, it sounded like a firecracker going off in the house real loud. Um, she said when she opened the fridge, it attacked her. It's hard to explain. Uh, I was attacked by a bottle of salad dressing. People probably thought I was on the whiskey or something. The whiskey. The whiskey. Ooh. That's that's how people in Wyoming refer to drinking. Yep. It's uh, the whiskey, the vodka, the paint thinner. <laughs> um... <laughs> McLean added that she uh, snapped some photographs of like the salad dressing like spilling over the side of the bottle um, and it caused approximately uh, $2,500 worth of damage uh, to her home uh, she later found out this- okay actually you know what I'll, I'll let you do this- the reveal on this Tim What what is the deal with this possessed salad dressing I love endings like this I- this is like my favorite type of ending to this kind of story she later found out that the salad dressing had been recalled by the manufacturer. Apparently, bacteria in the product causes the liquid to bubble and spew out uncontrollably. <laughs> so it was possessed. So it was it's a- like a it did, she wasn't she wasn't lying. Like that actually happened. That's what I love about this story. I just right? I just love that she went to a paranormal activity because there was a like a little bit of fuzz happening with your salad dressing. Like I don't know. <laughs> So she vowed to never eat the uh, brand of salad dressing again because she said, that stuff is crazy. Yeah, that's whack. <laughs> I mean, but talking about she possessed, I mean, she looks possessed, man. Her eyes are <laughs> bulging out of her head. She's terrified. She'll never Clearly. be the same. Do we have <laughs> what type of dressing this was so that we can all avoid it? <laughs> I don't want to put. I don't necessarily want to put them on blast here. Uh, I don't should, want anybody that's listening to this goddamn show to end up like this sad woman. All right, it's it's Dorothy Lynch salad dressing. God damn you, uh, Dorothy! <laughs> I'm just gonna say that they should slap an exploding right before the part that says salad dressing on their label. Yeah, it's like you just gotta turn spin this a little bit to make eye protection market required. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, all you gotta do then is turn it upside down. <laughs> you open the salad dressing at your salad. You're gonna get like a good sprayer there of like salad <laughs> dressing all over the bowl. It's gonna coat yeah, all of it. I think you're gonna have a little bit of salad with your dressing. It's like a salad shotgun. It's like or a salad dressing shotgun. It's like ectoplasm, man. 
yeah, yeah. Yeah, <gasps> like Slimer. <laughs> Everywhere. Oh, man. So, yeah, <laughs> be careful when you're messing around with your salad dressing. There might be a firecracker at the bottom. Or it might just be bad. Or it might have ghosts in it. So, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Uh, something be to look out, out there, for. People. It's a crazy and wild world we live in here. Just re- read the label. Make sure it doesn't say exploding in front of your salad dressing. Ah, ah yeah, yeah. Exploding is real bad. <laughs> so, odd so, um, yeah, we're going to move on from that story to another <laughs> crazy story. Um, out in Kentucky, man, people will do anything for views on their, their videos, I, I guess. It's, it's pretty nuts. There's a wannabe weatherman out there, um, Johnny Mullins, 21-year-old. He's been getting some good views. He actually got 5,000 views on his last video, which was, uh, it was dubbed Dangerous Forest Fires to Continue. You said this guy's an, an amateur weatherman? He's a wannabe weatherman from what the news has called him. Now. So he so that's like a YouTube weather guy? Yeah, yeah. So he's getting this good footage, man. 5,000 views. That's pretty good. That's like a decent view. Now, the problem so with like that po- is... He's like a podcaster? Yeah, yeah you, you, you <laughs> can say that. But we don't want to associate with this because the reason he's catching this great footage is because he's the one causing these goddamn fires. Like a podcaster. Well, we're not out there creating these <laughs> stories. We didn't plant this crazy bastard Johnny Mullins out there to burn. I put the firecracker in that lady's salad dressing. Ah, damn it, Jesse! <laughs> All for the story. You would. <laughs> we we can't we can't say we we're not doing that. Broken the goddamn Dorothy's plant. Implanted firecrackers, man. It's just a goof, man. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry. Back to our back to Johnny uh, Mullins here. Man. So. The uh, the Jenkins police chief quoted, he likes to do Facebook videos and have people follow him on his weather forecast, so that's pretty much why he did what he did. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So he's doing it for the views, doing man. it for the lols. He'll do it all for the views, man. Right? Isn't, like, an aspiring weatherman just, like, the guy that's like, oh, looks like it's going to be cloudy out again today? Oh, dude, you know, isn't just that just an aspiring shed, Like, looking out the window, like... <laughs> Maybe he has like a ghetto ass like chart that he drew up. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much. I, I think you're right, Tim. It's pretty much just observing the weather and stating it out loud. Yeah, I mean, so, so and, and, and that, and that's just, we, we all kind of have a little bit of that in us. Yeah, just some of us are setting fires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that the uh, uh, apparently the, the bad thing is, hundreds of wildfires have been reported across the southeast in recent weeks, many of which were caused by arson. Man, so if 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 that guy gets rides from his mom, it was definitely him because otherwise, I'm sure he doesn't. Little Johnny's been busy. <laughs> He's like, Mom, I need a ride. Got, what, what's the Why do you what's have the gasoline the gas, for, Johnny? <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm gonna sit in the back and play with my iPad. <laughs> Why are you always mad? This guy's name Cause, sounds fake as hell, doesn't it? Johnny, Johnny Mullins. Mullins. It sounds like a dude. That sounds like a, we got to put that on the side for the movie we were just like rolling by. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe Johnny maybe Mullins I, is the guy who is posing as the girl from China. Oh, dude! Johnny oh. Mullins is the catfish. <laughs> I see it. He was doing it all from what Georgia? Uh, no, this or, is Kentucky. Uh, no. Kentucky. Kentucky. Another whiskey state. So uh, <laughs> the whiskey so, state. Uh, yeah, we've we've brought it <laughs> all together. I'm glad. I'm glad we've cracked the case on. Uh, Ooh, and the, on this you know catfish. I overlooked this. The article opened up with 
Smokey the Bear would not approve. <laughs> Smokey the Bear's the one setting the fires the whole time. He needs a job yeah. without those fires. Yeah, right? I think he's a, this is an inside job. <laughs> without those fires, Smokey has no, no work. The fires go away, they, so does Smokey. They took my job. <laughs> <laughs> And then, oh man, see that's a movie right there, Smokey the Bear. Like after he gets laid off, he goes in a, into a rage, teams up with this weather guy, catfishes the dude in Holland. Oh, <laughs> and then dude. they all start, start setting all yep. these fires. They all start a uh, dressing factory. <laughs> oh yeah, we forgot about the dressing. That's right. They they're the ones sneaking in, possessing all the uh, putting curses on all the salad dressing. Yep, yep. It's and, got uh, Oscar Nam uh, written man. all over it, dude. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so going from these hypothetical uh, mo- movies that we've been pitching to you guys this entire time, uh, Tim's Tim's got some uh, suggestions for TVs, movies, uh, possibly some documentaries uh, that we wanted to uh, share with you. Yeah. So, cool. uh, what what do we got up first? Uh, I don't know. You pick TVs, movies, or documentaries, man. Um, you you can launch into TV. I was just watching uh, Westworld. If you if you want to launch into that, yeah, yeah right Excellent on show, man. Watched like four episodes already. Really so good. I gotta give uh, I gotta give hats off to Greg for um, for uh, introducing me to this show. He he kind of mentioned it in passing last time I saw him, and then I was like, all right, yeah, I'll check it out. And um, that's Greg Faust. Yeah, right? Greg Faust. Yeah, and I was literally hooked after the first episode. Um, and luckily there was two out, so I got two in. So, um, for any nice. of the bingers out there, um, this show is going to finish its first season uh, this coming Sunday. So, you'll be able to blow through the entire thing um, after this Sunday, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. And just to do a shout out uh, to Greg Faust, uh, his Instagram handle, Faust, F A U S T, 128. So, yeah, go follow him. He's another uh, friend of the show here. So yeah, Westworld. Um, it's a it's an HBO show, um, and it was originally a, a movie. Um, I think yeah, it was uh, in the seventies. Yeah, it was like seventy seven. It was uh, like a Yul Brenner movie. The uh, the guy from uh, The King and I. Yep. Okay. That he w- he played uh, he played like the main evil character in 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 that show. Uh, or the movie from the 70s. And so um, it's uh, James Cameron's brother is like maybe either the executive producer or executive director or something. Um, but it's an amazing oh, wow. futuristic um, kind of drama sci-fi show. Um, so basically there is a uh, this park. It's like a theme park, kind of like Jurassic Park, except for $40,000 a day, you can go and... Um, basically live in the wild west and submerge yourself in this real western world um and so they do walk in herds they do (laughs) (laughs) and uh so like in the in the center of the theme park is like the main hub where like kind of all the normal action goes on and uh there is thousands and thousands of artificial intelligence robots that are just walking around and uh you can't really tell them apart from a human um and as a park goer, for $40,000 a day, you can literally do whatever you want. 
You could yes. steal. You could rape. You could kill. You could just hang out. You could go on adventures. You could, you know, do literally anything you want. And I think that's the main attraction for me in this show is this, like, kind of fantasy, like, what if you could just live out this kind of lucid dream of being able to do whatever you want? And uh, It's sort of as if... Um, re- uh, yeah, Red Dead Red Redemption. Dead. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. Or GTA in the West met the real world yeah. and had like that it's it's pretty insane. I just finished watching the first episode and uh like you said I'm hooked by the uh, what I saw. Yeah, and it's a, it's a very like, you know, it's a very face value show where you can just go into it with no expectations and be just completely blown away from the fact that like you know, the the characters are awesome. I mean, it's got Anthony Hopkins. It's got a bunch of HBO characters that they've been using on a lot of their good shows. Yeah, Ed Harris, you know. Um, it has Trevor from Grand Theft Auto. It does. Yep. It does. Just being Trevor, too. He's, yeah, yeah, basically. Pouring milk on people. <laughs> so, uh, I guess maybe just the a little hook on that show is that um, it's and it's not a spoiler because it's in all the trailers and stuff. But the the robots are starting to get a hint of what's going on, and that yeah. is kind of that is like the main hook for the show. Um, that n- not all is what it seems, which is super cool. Yeah, it's it's which is the it's the fear of a lot of uh, of the great minds of our time is like sentient AI. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Elon, Elon Musk, Musk <laughs> like, yeah. He this guy. I mean, he talks about it all the time. Yep. Oh yeah. He has nightmares about it. <laughs> and so it's yeah, he's creating all of it. <laughs> so definitely check that one out. It's on. Uh, it's on Sundays at nine o'clock on HBO. And I guess going on to from robot to robot, um, maybe uh, Mister Robot, um, which I think you guys have both watched, right? No, I got to check this one out. I- I haven't gotten a chance either, so you're going to be bringing me into the world of Mr. Whoa, I know. Damn. (laughs) That's that's surprising. Isn't it on Amazon or or one of the, uh, or which which network is it It is on Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay, that's why I haven't gotten a chance. I I have Netflix, I have HBO, I have Hulu, I don't have Amazon. Yeah. So, So, um, I mean... Yeah, the, the, Mr. Robot is just um, essentially like um, it's a it's it's kind of has a, like this cliche vibe of like, you guys ever seen the movie Hackers? Yeah. Yep. So it's it kind of has this reoccurring um, th- theme in it where it follows this main character Elliot who is a computer hacker, um, and basically uh, there is a major. Um, infiltration of uh the infrastructure of the country in the world um through this hacking community and um it follows this character elliot who is a computer hacker and uh it's pretty cool i mean it's got it, it has this weird kind of cliche vibe to it where it's like you know going to a hacking party at an arcade you know uh and i think <laughs> that you know those those scenarios in the TV show are really just paying homage to other yeah throwback. pieces of of work yeah like a little throwback so it doesn't really feel cliche it really feels more like a, a tip of a hat you know which is yeah, ca- yeah. kind of cool you can appreciate it you know where it's coming from yeah and it kind of from what I've from what I've seen in the uh, trailers and teasers stuff it's got like a dark feel to it also it's right? very very dark yeah 
it's it's under a uh, I think I think you'd call it like a third person limited omniscient. So it's he talks to the camera um, through his thoughts. Uh, so you kind of okay. you kind of uh, understand what's going on in the main character's thoughts, but you don't understand what's going on in other characters. Although you do see them in other points of view when the main character isn't there. So it's kind of a cool thing where it's it's that kind of third wall breaking scenario. Like um, it's like an an aside in uh, Shakespearean where they yeah. talk, take a break and talk to the uh, audience. Yeah, but not quite like House of Cards did it, where he would literally pause and and turn to the camera and you know just go, "Freddie was always my favorite." You know, like not it's not like right. that per se, but you know. It's more like you see him thinking and you hear what he's thinking. Yeah. So it's 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 a super dark psychological thriller. And that one's available on Amazon. Um, and then I guess another one, um, which kind of has, it's kind of all tied together. Maybe I'm just like a sci-fi kind of freak or something like that. But I love, I love well, like a lot, weird sci-fi a lot of things. the good stuff has been. Yeah, Stranger like Things. Good sci-fi really good. recently. Stranger, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones would probably fit into yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, Walking Dead, even like a lot it. of the good stuff these days. So, were you guys big fans of, um, you know, of like sci-fi movies and sci-fi TV shows when you were kids? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked everything. I liked it. I liked a lot of superhero stuff as a kid, and a little bit of sci-fi, some Star Wars. Yeah, ever, oh god, Star Wars, yes. So when I was a kid, I used to watch a lot of Twilight Zone because um, we had like a couple nice. of VHS copies and some DVDs in my house. And so um, when I found out about this show Black Mirror, I was really really excited. It came out on Netflix, oh. I think a couple a couple years ago. And um, basically, it's so just good. yeah, it's just new age Twilight Zone. Um, the digital uh, version of Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's a playoff. You know, whereas Twilight Zone was a playoff of the fears. Um, of people in the 1950s and 60s, uh, Black Mirror is playing off of the fears of people in our generation. You know, which is, you know, robots taking over the world and social media getting out of control and things like that. You know, presidents that we don't want. You know, it, it gets really political sometimes, but, you know, this show is, they dumped a lot of money into the new season uh, and it has a really, oh, yeah. really solid feel. I don't know if you guys have seen any of the episodes or not. When I was in Seoul for a week, uh, I usually put on Family Guy or something to like fall asleep to or like watch as I'm going to sleep, but that was all blocked. So I actually watched the new season of Black Mirror the whole week I was there. And uh, yeah, amazing. This, this mo- the third season, which is weird because the second season was just a like Christmas special. Yeah, with John Hamm. Yeah, it was a really quick, really quick, uh, you know. It was like a movie, though. It was... A decent length, I, I remember. It was like over a little over an hour or something. Yeah, but I think they just they just literally threw it on with like no advertising. They were like, check it out, you know. They just kind of threw it on around Christmas time, I think. Yep. Yeah. And the the most recent season was amazing production wise. It was uh, like yards above what the uh, first season was. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys will agree with this, but like I feel like a lot of TV shows are really coming out of their shell right now. And I think that, um, you know, as far as a Hollywood production goes, it's a lot harder to make a two, two and a half hour, you know, two hour film that is like jam packed with special effects. And I think that it might 
costs a lot less and you get a lot more bang for your buck when you're only doing like a 40 minute a network you know tv like show Pico, yeah 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 i would agree with that the uh like the success of Walking Dead, how that's still going on. I, I bet a lot of people believe that that was gonna end at like season five or something. Yeah, I did. I, I mean, uh, I thought it yeah. was gonna end around season four. Yeah, right. It started to die down, but it seems to have picked back up. I know you've been watching. Oh that, man, Matt. yeah, it's uh, a really good point right now. The uh, the worst bad guy of all time is in the show, and fucking amazing acting. So it's it's going really well. So there's a lot, there's, I mean, there's that, and then there's a lot of the Netflix shows that are, uh... So Netflix is killing Netflix it. Netflix in general. Killing it. Netflix, yeah. killing oh it. Oh my god, just keep hitting us with this shit, because it's amazing. I will Except, say... Except, I don't know if you guys have seen that they're teasing that Kevin James spy movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't seen that. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a couple things that they need to <laughs> think about again. Yeah. I will say about Netflix, though, is that... Um, one misconception about Netflix is that there is a studio somewhere and they're producing mm-hmm. these they and rent shit, a, right? a lot of people that yeah they just they just literally buy it they're just syndicating this stuff so like yeah. companies will make these movies oh. and make these TV shows and they literally just buy it off them so it's yep. basically like they're a qual it's a quality control program rather than there's not like a Netflix studio where they're just like making this stuff but so that's the other why thing I too been able to apply yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be sick. Um, and the other thing, too, is that, like, Adam Sandler, uh, I mean, he released that movie, what is it, Ridiculous Six or something like that? You guys, Did you guys watch that one? Um, no, I didn't, actually. David Spade's in that, right? I saw part of it. I didn't, like, keep it on for too long. Yes, so that one was, like, it just got blown down. It was, like, one of the worst, um, you know, rated movies that Netflix ever put out. But they got the most money out of it out of any movie because it was so bad that people watched it. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> they got the most views that's out of any funny. movie that they've ever had. So that's when you were talking about that, like Kevin James thing. Yep. Um, it'll you know well, even if it's th- shitty, they'll probably still make a ton of money off it. A lot of yeah, a lot of the big name people that they're bringing in on it now, it seems to have that effect. Uh, it, like that's the thing with Adam Sandler. Like his last, like ever since I would say maybe you could argue Click maybe was like yeah. the last good I, one. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. That's about the era it died out. I was gonna say, but you don't want to give up on Sandler though. You no, know? right? Like you root for him. Yeah, because he's been putting out good shit all along. Like Happy Gilmore and uh, SNL. Um, and, yeah, and even uh, the bad movies aren't that bad, you know. Like I feel like yeah, you know, no. like funny people, like people shit on that movie so bad, but I kind of liked it. I like, like that. I yeah. really like that one. Actually, yeah. So I guess I gotta take back that click uh, comment because yeah, he's put out some really good stuff. Punch Drunk Love, yeah, not a comedy, but hell yeah, still yeah. Really I mean, good. it's kind of like a black comedy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely a dark comedy to some extent. Um. And Billy Madison. That's what I was trying to think of before. Yeah, yeah. The classics, yeah. (laughs) The movie that teaches you to be be nice to the people you were mean to. (laughs) Because they'll come back and shoot someone with a crossbow for you. I think that's what happened in that. It's been a while. It just got blotchy the the further he goes on. (laughs) But, uh, 
Yeah, it, it's interesting that they end up making a decent amount of money off of those just because of pretty much the celebrity that they have in them. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much it for, for the TV shows. Um, I'll fire off a couple a couple documentaries real quick. Um, just saw this one recently, uh, Tickled. Um, and uh, so basically there, there was this website that came up that was advertising uh, like a competitive tickling uh, <laughs> competition and it was looking for it was like casting like young men to do it and um, so so this uh, so this this documentary filmmaker um, I think from the UK I can't remember the guy's name he's, he's kind of a famous documentary filmmaker uh, he went out to um, to seek out to talk to to do a, new, a story about this and uh, the the owner of the website um, was like, we would never associate with you because you're a homosexual and we don't condone homosexuality and like you're a faggot and stuff like that. And it was just getting extremely wow. vulgar and just like really offensive to this guy coming from Damn. the person that runs a competitive tickling male only website. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, that, eight, 18 to 20. Ridiculous. Uh, and, and so he immediately was like, okay, I have to do a documentary on this. So he, he travels down the tickled wormhole and uh or rabbit hole and um it is insane i swear to god worms i i i i don't know i don't know does he pose as an 18 year old boy and get tickled no but he what he does is contact he he does make contact with with a bunch of people that were involved uh in in yeah tickled if you will in, 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 That's I how I'd like to God, refer to it from now on. It sounds ridiculous. This 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 whole scenario sounds absolutely ridiculous. But the deeper that they went with it, the more layers of absurdity started to happen. And I'm talking like serious like corruption and like what? insane and just insanity. Oh. I was in the theater literally with my hands on like ripping my hair out of my skull just going, "What are you kidding me?" I was just like Jeez. me and Hannah were oh, like wow. mouth deep. open it gets super deep, um, so huh. and I, I can't really say much more. Otherwise, I'll spoil it. But uh, yeah, check out Tickled. Tickled um, is uh, is it in ne- on Netflix or is it more of an independent film? It might be on Netflix soon. Uh, it just okay. recently came out, like a f- like I want to say like three or four months ago. Um, but I think it will. It de- it'll, it should be on Netflix soon. Um, okay, because. It's one of the, if, if it's not, it might already be on Netflix. I think I might have seen it the other day. Okay. Um, but that Keep on, be on a lookout for tickled if you uh, if it tickles your fans. Yeah, that is it. That to me is a ten <laughs> out of ten documentary, like literally. Um, and then I had uh, on the list Going Clear, which is uh, HBO produced uh, documentary about Scientology, basically just from the beginning of L. Ron Hubbard's you know career in writing up until the end towards his death he's he's the uh he's written the most books out of any author in the history of in the history of documented of the documented world like yeah. right so that motherfucker just kept fiction. writing and writing and writing <laughs> fiction books yeah of any author so oh, you know oh. <laughs> that one's that just, one's pretty just why'd you have to ruin there? it why'd you have to ruin it <laughs> why you're not a believer matt Oh God, um, I, I don't like to disclose that information. Xenu <laughs> <laughs> coming down. I'm sorry, I'm getting a weird Satan reading from you guys. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, so uh, that's basically what happens in this documentary. Checking is my thetans without Tom my Cruise shows up. Yeah. So <laughs> hey, we'll take the funding. Yeah. Scientology, start start paying us. We'll we'll talk good about you. Uh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. all the billions of dollars in back taxes that they have just lying around. At every one of the Scientology buildings, they have an office set up for him. Like he's going to come back, right? Isn't that how it's set up? I think he's still involved. I don't know. Is he not? I'm pretty involved? sure I've heard that. Like uh, who? Tom he, Cruise or L. Ron Hubbard? No, L. Ron Hubbard. Oh, I thought you were talking um, about Tom Cruise. No, yeah. Well, he, of course, he, he's the poster child. Yeah. Tom Tom Cruise, when he goes to sleep every night, he technically medically dies, and they bring him back. Is what happens. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's how he stays youthful. I was just gonna he say doesn't... that's how he stays so young. Yeah, because you like conserve the uh, years that you would put into the eight hours of sleep. You know. Ah, uh, they just fucking yoke it, kill him off. <laughs> Medical advancements, man. Yeah, pays <laughs> to be rich, right? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so going clear, that was just you know that's pretty self-explanatory. And the last one on the list for documentaries was Soaked in Bleach, which is a oh yes kind of dramatized um, documentary slash dramamentary about um, a conspiracy theory that Courtney Love killed Kurt Cobain. Um, or correct theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way they paint it, God. <clears throat> yeah, oh, you, get the, you get a good in-depth look at her psych, man. She's a fucking nut. And <laughs> yeah, and the fact that they had real recordings of her, I mean, really gave some solid evidence to their case. I'm not really a conspiracy theorist, but I mean, they had uh, the private detective that was hired on the case throughout the entire movie. They had, you know, some other detectives that were on the case, and they had real recordings of Courtney Love. So there's some solid evidence. It was definitely a, a you know like a little brain teaser. Yeah, yeah, very very good watch. <laughs> yeah, I, I learned that from that that there was a lot of sloppy police work that happened around either sloppy police work or cover up. Ooh. Or both. But that yeah definitely they they did a really good job uh, playing it out. Usually reenactments are kind of cheesy. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I thought the characters that they chose were really good characters, and and it was you know believable. Yeah. Right. It didn't yeah, have absolutely. that. Uh, it didn't have that like Lifetime movie vibe. It had like a you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like the guy looks nothing like the dude telling the story. Yeah, he's blonde. The guy with brown hair. <laughs> One dude's overweight, the other's super thin. Yeah. It's like, what the hell's going on? You're using Chris Farley, and the guy looks like Paul Rudd. <laughs> in, a, in a van down by... <laughs> <laughs> it's not where any of this happened. <laughs> so, so uh, did you have any uh, other movies, Tim? Yeah, yeah. So, for, uh, for movies, um, I guess, uh, one of the one- ones that I saw most recently was Hunt for the Wilder People. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the trailer for it. It was pretty funny. No, I. Uh, what what was that one? Uh, so this one is about a kid. It's a it's a. Um, he's like maybe like ten or twelve, um, and he's like a complete like juvenile dysfunction kid. Like you know he's like in and out of of um, foster homes, um, and it's in New Zealand. Um, and so he he finally gets taken in um, by these these foster parents that are uh, two older people on a farm. Um, and they take him in, and he bonds with them, like, very, very fast, and he actually, like, flips his whole life around, uh, and then a traumatic event happens, which makes him want to run away, uh, and so he runs away, uh, and then the, the older man that took him in, uh, went to go run after him, uh, 
and then they found each other in the woods um and then uh for some reason it got called in as a kidnapping uh so oh wow so they couldn't go back because of circumstances that i'm not going to disclose but so they're on the run because the law thinks that he kidnapped him even though he didn't uh and it's and it's a very 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 funny movie um it was very well huh. written. There was some, a lot of, lot of, see, like see, kind I was of buddy buddies. Drama based on the way. Yeah, it sounds like it is. It. But um, no, it's just like it's like almost. It's almost. It's not quite slapstick, but it's almost. You know, it's 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 like a buddy buddy comedy. You know, it's like the little kid and this old gruff man. Um, so it makes for some okay. some really funny stuff. That's funny. Uh, and then yeah, I had yeah. the, so that's, that's hunt for the wilder. Uh, yeah, hunt for the wilder people. Yep. Uh, and then I had the nice guys on there, uh, which was oh, yeah. Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. I think it came out this summer. Yeah, um, it was really good. Yeah, it's a period seventies. Uh, I think nineteen seventies. Uh, yep. Detective comedy drama. So. That one looked really funny. I didn't get a chance. to A lot see of that funny one. moments in that movie. Oh yeah, it. yeah. It, it got mixed reviews, but I think that. Um, I think that Ryan Gosling and uh, Russell Crowe really had some good on on screen chemistry, and a lot of the joke the jokes like hit home really well for me at least. So. Yeah, yeah, especially uh, the opening where like he breaks his nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a surprising combo because like you you wouldn't think that you know and and uh, Russell Crowe. Uh, he put on a pretty, a pretty convincing. I think it was like a Boston accent or something like that. But it was like it was a pretty. I mean, he's a pretty good actor. So I was. I mean, it was a he's funny a really movie. Really good actor. <laughs> yeah. Are Body you not here. entertained? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. <clears throat> hell yeah. That should be in our new intro. If we cut our new intro music, we need to have that from Gladiator. Yeah. Okay. Just throwing that out. Noted. There. Noted. Noted. Officially on the record. Documented right here. <laughs> uh, and then Jesse. That was always an Andy. That was always an Andy favorite. Yeah, you said you, you, uh, you watched uh, the last one on the list too. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was really good. What's yeah, the ten, last one I on the list it. here, guys? Ten, uh, ten Cloverfield Lane. Oh God, yes. Now, would I? I, I I'm trying to wrap Who's my head around it. Is it a sequel? Is it? <laughs> Is it well definitely that, but also is it a sequel? Does it happen during Cloverfield? So it's not technically a sequel. Like yeah, is it a how prequel? Would you it? Yeah. yeah, that that too technically because it's almost like it. I want to know where in the Cloverfield timeline this falls. Well, there's you a know, third I, one coming out too, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. They left it open for this third one, but where does this? Where does Ten Cloverfield Lane fall into? And I'm gonna go with. With no evidence and not doing any research, I'm going to go with the fact that it's a prequel. Yes, I would think that too. Okay. Based on okay. based on the timeline of events it, that take place um, over the course of the movie. Although, but what? But it was very different than than yeah, Cloverfield. You throw in a sadistic type character, and uh, it, it makes it like a completely different movie for a minute. And it also wasn't oh, found yeah. footage. It wasn't found footage at all, which I thought was kind of a cool... Like, I went into the theater thinking I was going to watch a found footage movie. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't even – that didn't cross my mind. I forgot the – not that I forgot that Cloverfield was found footage, but uh, I didn't make the connection between the two. That is pretty interesting that they decided to switch it up. Yeah. John Goodman, man. Excellent, excellent acting in that fucking movie. Oh, shout out to John Goodman. Let's list as many as we can. Roseanne. Uh, <laughs> oh, brother, where art thou? The Big yeah, Lebowski. Um, Big Lebowski, <laughs> Big yeah. Lebowski. Fucking, uh, he was in a couple Disney movies, I think. It wasn't he the coach of the bad team of the Little Giants? Or and, and no, was that Fred, was Al Bundy. <laughs> he was, was Fred Ed O'Neill. Oh. too. Ed O'Neill. Yep, yep. Oh, man. Uh, Red State, Kevin Smith's oh, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. he was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, John Goodman, fucking Monsters doing it Inc. Right. Yeah, Monsters Oh, the Inc. Flintstones, right? The Flintstones, <laughs> yeah, the Flintstones, man. Yep, yep, yep. Fucking hey, how are we gonna forget the Flintstones? Uh, Wasn't it Stephen Baldwin was uh, the other guy in the Flintstones? Steve Wait, Baldwin, you brought yeah. Flintstones up? Did I yeah, li- yeah. literally miss that? Oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's all good. Flint- well, there's two Flintstones movies. So. Oh, in the Hangover, the Hangover. Let's not forget that, right? Wait, he was in the that. Hangover? I forgot that he was in that. Yeah, he yeah, was a bad boss that. in the Hangover Part 3. I, huh. I didn't see that one. Yeah, it's good. yeah, you don't need to. It's the same shit. Third movie. <laughs> so, yeah, that, he was... Oh, man, in this movie, though, he is amazing. He plays a uh, conspiracist, like, th- conspiracy theory... Prepper. Bunker-dwelling <laughs> prepper guy, yeah. And you can't tell... I feel They did a really good job... Like making it so it's like you don't know if he's crazy. Is it just his like, like persona, or is it like the circumstances at hand? Like is you're kind of questioning truth, yeah. that all the time. I like. I really like movies that that are in, you know, a single setting. I like. Uh, did you guys see Room? With uh, Brie Larson. I did not see Room. So that but I, that's that a movie that's like booth. yeah, phone booth. Shit. Yeah, exactly. I love that movie. I love Phone Booth. I love movies Colin that, Farrell, yeah. yeah, that you can make a blockbuster movie that's in one room, and I think that's an amazing. It's an amazing skill for a writer to be able to write a script that can that's support the plot. Entertaining to maintain that, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because you're so wrapped up in the plot, you don't worry about like, oh, they're not going from place to place. It's all about what's happening between the the people and the dialogue between those people, which that's, I always appreciate that in a movie. Yeah. And it if, lets if the dialogue can suck you in. It lets the audience kind of immerse themselves in the environment so that you feel like you're, you're literally there with them. Whereas sometimes when you drag out on these epic adventure tales, you know, it's kind of hard yeah. to follow along as an audience member. Yeah. It changed right. too. Yeah. <laughs> you spend so much time like setting up the, uh, the hist- the backstory of like the actual plot. You're like, where are we now? Yeah, it's like we're traveling to Mordor, but we first have to go through the cave of blah 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 blah. You know, <laughs> not to rag we're on just the, in the uh, Hollowlands. What the fuck? <laughs> I can't keep. We up. were just talking about we were talking about the Lord of the Rings before <laughs> trilogy directors directors commentary, but uh, back to. 10 Cloverfield Lane, definitely uh, someone to watch. I downloaded it to watch it on the plane ride uh, when I took my vacation, and they had so many good movies on the plane uh, that I didn't end up watching it. I just so I ended up watching it today, this morning. Um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I love that movie. Uh, The movies on the plane, though, they had, like, the new Star Wars, the new Star Trek, The Revenant, which that was a... The Revenant was amazing. Yeah, that oh, was yeah. amazing. Leo nailed it. 
The bear nailed it. Bear, bear <laughs> is the star of the film. Yeah, it does not exist, but still. <laughs> is it just a dude in green screen? It's a dude like, with like a Leo? with a bear head type deal, attacking. <laughs> Speaking That's of funny. bear, so you guys drinking any beers? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm drinking Simple Blue Moon right now. Nothing yeah, I crazy. got Shock Top. Shock oh, Top and Blue Moon. So two Belgians right there, huh? Yeah, we're chilling yep. on the Belgian. Yeah. Nice soft beer. It's a nice soft on the taste. You can pair it with a nice little orange if you want. Ooh. Hell yeah, man. Pairing mine with a coffee. <laughs> yeah, I want coffee too. The brew. I what got are you um, on? I got a uh, Lord Hobo Brewing Company from uh, Massachusetts, and the, it's their uh, session IPA, uh, Hobo Life. Oh, nice. Ha, nice. It's a uh, really good stuff. Brew with I, a good name. <laughs> yeah, man. They have uh, they have probably. I don't know, maybe five or six beers that they put out regularly, and uh, I really like a lot of the stuff. Check them out, uh, Lord Hobo Brewing Company. I think Lord you can Hobo. get it at most craft brew stores. Cool. I don't know if you guys have any. What? I was gonna say, what's your uh, your go to beer store? Uh, do you do you have one near you that's like uh, has like a wide selection? Yeah, you know what's sick now is is Price Shoppers and Market Thirty Twos is what they're rebranding yep. them as. They uh they have like a craft brew section now so yeah that's what I was telling them before too nice. fucking awesome build your own sixer if you want to try a bunch hell yeah hell yeah it's like yeah. uh it's like ten, <laughs> ten, ten bucks I think it's nine ninety nine for for build your own six packs yep that's and, what uh, I did for a review last week <laughs> yeah and if you know what to get you can definitely get your values out of it because some of them are are definitely you know it's a good value for a ten dollar six pack. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, a lot of them are like actually like twelve ninety nine per fucking six pack. Yeah. So yeah, it's like actually cheaper to try it in a sampler. Well, that and like if you end up getting a six pack and, you, and you're taking a risk and you don't end up liking it, that kind of sucks. So That's why I do it. Get, yeah. Yeah, get one at a time and get, get yourself like. a little uh, flight, a little flight of beers there. Yeah, yeah. Try the ones you normally wouldn't try. A buddy of mine last night when I went to the grocery store on my break uh, to grab some food, he came with me and he got a uh, tall, it was like uh, one of those, those taller, like 20 ounce beers or whatever yeah. they are in the glass bottles. And it was a, uh, a Fruity Pebble Breakfast Cereal Stout. Oh, God. What? Yeah. What? And in, you know how Maker's Mark uh, does like the wax on their cap? Yeah. 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 It had, it had something like that, but it was like uh, a white like wax with fruity pebbles in it that's dope oh, like man. actual fruity pebbles that's, like sticking out of the wax that's ridiculous what was his comment on the taste and everything he well we were we were going back to work so he didn't get to try it um but oh, he, yeah, was, he was he was <laughs> he was debating trying it he was like hmm you know i mean i wouldn't get too drunk if i drank this whole thing and ate <laughs> And it's a stout, so it doesn't matter that it's like room temperature. You know, you could still drink it that way. But he he didn't try it because we were uh, clocking back in at that point. Being a good worker, <laughs> I'll uh, if I can remember, I'll ask him next time I see him, and maybe on the next uh, episode we can uh, let people know how that fruity pebble stout is. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely try it once at least. <laughs> Now uh, that is the, is that all you got for the movies? Yep, for movies, yeah. Top, there's the the three picks. Cool, cool. Now, give me all your money. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, 
We're going to shake you down. Yeah, yeah. We heard you uh, are familiar with robberies. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. You, know, yeah. you know the drill. Empty your pockets, Tim. Um, yeah, so uh, so I, my girlfriend Hannah and I just moved to Albany um, like six months ago. And um, this happened about like three months ago. Um, so we, we've been, we live kind of like uptown, um, like not downtown. There's no riffraff. It's like a really kind of quieter, you know, neighborhood. It's mostly like older couples and, you know, working class young adults and stuff. And, um, I was on lunch break, um, with one of my coworkers and we just were driving by this random, uh, restaurant on, um, Madison Avenue in Albany, and it was called the Madison, or Albany Doghouse, I think it's called, Albany Doghouse, and um, it's a hot dog hamburger place, um, and I heard some good things about it, so we're like, yeah, yeah, let's try it out, so we walk into the to the restaurant, um, and I walk up to the counter, and I ordered a hamburger, and um, with a fried egg, with and fried I, egg. Nice yeah, touch. with a fried egg. And and some Nutella. Yeah, no. A side of Nutella. <laughs> and I uh, I swipe my card, uh, and and he had like a little square space, you know, like the iPad with the little credit card reader on the side. Yeah, um, it's yeah. like the new style cash register that some places are using. So he swiped my card, yeah, and I stepped to the yeah. side. And then my uh, my buddy walked up. They do that. They do that at the uh, farmers market near me now, which yeah. is great because I never have cash. Yeah, yeah. yeah Who carries right? cash? Cash is dead. Cash is dead. Fuck We're gonna say cash. right here. On American Slacker podcast, that's what you do with cash. Take out your wallet, listeners. Burn Take it. out your paper money. Burn it. Just fuck it. Burn, burn it immediately. So it's all plastic worthless. these days. <laughs> so I had I had my credit card because I never carry cash. But my friend apparently is super weird, and he had cash on him. So um, you know, I stepped I stepped to the side, and he steps up, and he's ordering, and all of a sudden, this kind of tall-looking, gruff. You know, five o'clock shadow, older guy. I mean, he must have been late fifties. Um, kind of smelled a little weird. He was wearing like some tattered clothing. Uh, he walks in and he picks up a menu and he starts looking at it. Uh, you were and close then, enough to smell this motherfucker. Yeah, it's just, it's a very tiny. It's a very tiny. It's like a you just order oh, counter man. service kind of place. Um, I don't like so, where this is going already. <laughs> so he uh, he he kind of pushes. He put he he like. He's walking and like he kind of edges me out of the way, and he's looking at a menu and he just goes, "Damn, these prices are fucking high." And he looks at me and says that, and I just kind of looked at him and I shrugged. And at the exact moment that my friend was taking his money out of his wallet to go pay the guy at the cash register, this homeless guy literally pushes my friend out of the way, grabs the cash register, and rips it off the table. Um, Whoa! In which time the owner of the restaurant that was taking the orders jumped over the counter and slapped that register out of the dude's hand, and then oh. money went everywhere. <laughs> money was Did you get literally any? no. <laughs> ah, come money on, was literally raining. I, all I'd have to do was hold out it my. Sounds hands. like it happened pretty quick. Oh yeah, it was all. Yeah, I mean, right? all this You're this whole like, story. Fuck. This is this is a thirty second story for all the action. So so he knocks it out of his hand. The money is like flying down, and then um, the the owner of the restaurant grabs the guy by the collar and just starts literally punching the shit out of him. Just about about this speed, <laughs> nonstop. Just like he's going, he's going. Damn. He's that hobo going. deserved that beating, though. 
Yeah, yeah. You're, you're he's going left, right, business. left, right. He's just going, he's just going hand, hand, hand. Uh, and then the hobo is just taking <laughs> oh, every man. single punch. His his face is going like you know <laughs> side to side and stuff. And, so he's uh, got a solid point, chin. He's just eating these alive. You're saying the boy's got a chin of steel. <laughs> okay. You might need to feature this guy. I was gonna Greek say, order. like, let's get this guy, and we can make some money off of a guy like this. I know some people. Are we talking about bum fights? We're not gonna talk about no. This we'll get on him the in the air, ring, but we'll we'll talk about getting this guy involved in some we'll types of him. fights. <laughs> we'll train him. We'll back him. And he has he, he, He'd be a pro. So he's taking all these punches, man, and uh, and it looked like he was getting his ass kicked for a second. And I was kind of screaming oh. at this point. I didn't want to step into the fight because. You know, honestly, like... Were you egging the owner on? Like, get no, him! No, no, no. No, no, I was just kind of ah. standing back because I didn't really know what to do. I didn't know if I should try to pull the fight apart. I mean, and what I, this this whole scenario, dude, it's, I mean, this is a 10-second part of the scenario. So, yeah, yeah. So after the owner's, like, clocking him back and forth and back and forth, he starts to get a little tired, man. And um, he, he starts to slow up a little bit. And in which time... The homeless guy drags the owner outside and throws him up against his own wall for his oh, his restaurant, oh, shit. and then literally just starts giving him right hooks, just just oh, really fuck. hard. Boom! Damn! Boom! Old man boom. Rivers got fucking moves. And uh, the owner at this point, he is just his his face is just getting smashed in. He's he's getting like he's bleeding and stuff. So I run over and I'm screaming at the dude. I'm like, yo, like, stop. Like, dude, fucking stop. Like, we're going to call the cops. Like, dude, like, stop. And then I got right up near him and I was screaming at him. And finally, the dude realized what was going on and then just ran. And he ran around Holy the corner. shit. And he was gone. So we called the cops. We got the owner inside. Um, and the, and we're picking up the, all the money on the ground trying to help this dude get it all together. And he goes, oh, I'm going to make your food right now. We're like, dude, no. <laughs> we're like, don't make our food. Like, call the, we're going to call the cops. Like, this guy just tried to you know rob what? you. I, I appreciate the owner's attentiveness to his business. Yeah, though. right? He, his first priority was to get you guys your order. So that, yeah, was my, like, that was my first thought, too, man. I was like, wow, that's, this, guy's, this guy's a dedicated, hardcore dude. So then... We call the cops, and the cop, the police station is literally only maybe a, a, a one-minute drive from where this restaurant was. So the guy comes, uh, the police come, and they, they're interviewing me and my friends, you know, asking what happened. And, you know, we gave him the whole story and stuff, and we had to walk him through. And the whole time that the cops are there, this guy's still making our food. When we were we were yelling at him, like, dude, <laughs> like, you don't, have to, you don't have to make the food, man. Like, don't worry about it. Like, we'll just come back. No. Like. Now I'm imagining he's got like a black eye. There's a little bit of blood coming from his nose, and he's like, "No, no, 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 no! I got it, I got it!" And he's like throwing a sandwich together frantically. Well, he kind of was. I mean, he literally was. That's <laughs> the situation you're describing is not that far off. I mean, he his knuckles were all like bruised and, and bloody, and and he had like you know he got it clocked in the face like ten or twelve times, so he was pretty messed up. Um, but he made us our food. It was absolutely delicious too. By the way, it was super good. Albany huh. Doghouse. Do you want to throw out? Do you, I was gonna say, do you want to throw out the name of the uh, yeah the, the restaurant? Name of the restaurant's Albany Doghouse, uh, but they if it's a hamburger hot dog place, it's super good. It's right on Madison Ave. Um, so, so you know, like a, a day or so passes, and I got a call from the cops, and you know, I, I had to reiterate some details in the story and stuff. Um, and and it, I was like, did you get the guy? And they were like, yeah, we we got him. 
Uh, and I was like, oh, wow, cool. So I looked on the police blotter, and I found the guy. And so it was, oh, wow. it was super weird because um, on the normal police blotter, there's just a picture of somebody and a, maybe about a one-inch little description where it says, you know, failure to appear in court. And then it, and it gives their, like, details and stuff. And, and there would, on a regular computer page, there would probably be, like, maybe 10 of these people. This guy okay. that robbed or attempted to rob this place, he had his own page and a half for just the charges Whoa. on him. So, oh, I mean, shit. that was, like, he had, the charges were out the window. And, dude, he was on a spree. it said, yeah, and, and it said uh, attempted robbery, attempted robbery <laughs> with an, with arms robbery it said uh you know like uh it it basically said that he had a gun in his hand is what like six or seven of the charges said um and i was like dude he didn't have a gun that didn't happen and so i started to get really paranoid that they either planted a gun on him or they got the wrong guy or they just made up that shit to just bring this guy in because i was like there was no gun in that situation um huh and maybe maybe he grabbed an officer's gun or something. Oh god, <laughs> well, it's hard no, to bring technically. In. Did he get resisting? That, that, well, yeah, yeah was there was resisting there was, on there. No, there was no resisting, but it was all it was all these like armed robbery charges. And I was like, dude, it didn't happen. That didn't happen. That's like a that's like a tall tale. So like, what I if he sat got another it. place before he came there? Exactly. That's what I was thinking. What if he had? What if they nailed him for previous stuff? So. This is what this is where it gets really really creepy for me. Is about a few weeks later, I walked by the doghouse and I was talking to the owner and I was like, "Yo, I heard they got the guy." And he was like, "Yeah, they got him." But did you look up on on the police blotter website what what actually happened? And I was like, "No." He's like, "Look it up." So I looked it up. The dude had robbed at gunpoint four or five businesses beforehand and then went and did another one after. And the only one that he didn't rob at gunpoint was the one that we were in. Wow. So he had a gun on him. So, like, when, when you know, everybody says, like, you know, when they're in those extreme situations hearing about these stories, everybody always thinks, what would I do in that situation? Would I run and be the hero? Would I knock that guy out? Would I, you know, hold him down on the ground until the cops came? But the first thing that I thought is, I'm not getting stabbed or shot over some other guy's 150 bucks. And oh, yeah, fuck yeah. It's not worth your life. And it's not your job. It's not my yeah. job. I don't, you know, my, I did feel bad for the guy, so I tried to verbally break up the fight, but I was not about to step in for the fear that the guy had a weapon, and he did. He had a gun on him, which was crazy. Wow. That's, that's quite a tale. Yeah, so I told my grandma that story before I knew about the gun part, and then my aunt went and looked up the rest of the story and then told my grandma, and she's, like, now fearful of my life. Oh, <laughs> tell, tell grandma you'll be all right. You're a pretty smart guy. You know what? Grandma's probably going to be listening in, man. Really? No. I hope we no, didn't I'm curse just, too much. I'm I hope just, she's I'm all right I'm just joking. She's not <laughs> going to be listening in. Grandma's oh, man. We'll send her the link. <laughs> no. The gra- gmazablewski at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. We'll send her the link. Also on Instagram. You know, I, I have a nice guy Tim story that I feel like I should share. Oh, yeah? What's that one? Um, so me and Tim, as I stated earlier in the podcast, we uh, went to college together. And I remember on one drunk night, we went to a uh, pizzeria that was right in downtown Plattsburgh uh, called Bono's. Uh, 
and we were getting, you know, we got our pizza, and uh, it's kind of like the local place that all the college kids go to uh, after the bars. And this guy behind us was passed the fuck out hardcore. Oh my god, he was I just like this. completely like just drunk off his ass, sleeping in his pizza. <laughs> so, so of course, uh, there there was like five or six of us there. I forget uh, who exactly was with us. I think Kevin, Greg was definitely Kevin with and us. Greg. Ke- yep. So, uh, and Ali might have been with us yeah, as well. Yeah, he was. So, uh, we, of course, were like, we got to get a picture with this guy. So, <laughs> oh, fuck. So, I, I have somewhere on my phone a picture of us in in the booth in front of this guy just passed out. No his way. Pizza. I'll, tr- I'll try and upload it as a promo. I think that would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Um, <laughs> But uh, we, we started feeling bad for this guy because, you know, he's, like, sleeping in his fucking food. He's, like, barely conscious. And the owner gets to the point where they're like, yo, we're going to call the cops and, like, have to get this guy removed. So we're sitting here thinking, like, ah, we're going to be watching this kid get hauled out and thrown in the drunk tank. We got to do something to help him. So I remember Tim goes over and he's like trying to trying to elicit any information out of this kid. Like, do you live on campus? Do you live off campus? Are you a college student? And we got enough info out of him to realize that he lived on campus. So we're like, fuck it. We're going that way. Let's take him home. So (laughs) because of Tim, this guy was able to avoid getting like probably a bunch of charges and like maybe like infractions. Dude, I feel bad because I've been in that situation, too. Yeah, Maybe not to that it's, extent. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. yeah so man. we walked this kid. I just I totally forgot about this story. Jesse. this is hilarious. I remember we we <laughs> walked this kid arm in arm. We were just dragging him home, and we were just kept being trying like, to keep him conscious. Yeah, we're like, yo, you know, so what'd you do tonight? He's like, uh, I fucking drank like way too much, dude. We're like, oh, nice, dude. Uh, where do you live on campus? He's like, I live on campus. We're like, where do you live on campus? So he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I live on campus. We're like, oh god, this is gonna fucking suck. <laughs> I forget which dorm we... I think we got the info out of him eventually, because I remember getting him to some building and getting him getting him in there. Dude, we could have dropped him off in the in the football field for all the... You know, <laughs> instead of going to the drunk tank, anything's better than that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, seriously. He'll get up eventually. Oh, man. So, to the nameless guy who passed out at Pizza Bono's, if you recognize yourself in the promo when I upload that picture, uh, well, hey, we'll have you on. Yeah. We'll we'll talk to you and see how you're doing. Comment, we'll oh, tag man. you in it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I might even recognize that, that the kid t- if 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 you posted the picture. I I, I I I thought I knew who he was, kind of. Like I thought he was like a friend of a friend. Okay. Yeah, I, that's my that's my nice guy Tim story. Huh. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, Throw, just uh, helping to get your reputation up there. <laughs> yeah, not, for all the shittier things that I've done. <laughs> you're good, man. Um, do, uh, do you think, Matt, do you think we have time for the, uh, neighbor, uh, story? Yeah, yeah, lay it on us. Oh, but yeah, if this, you, is, this is kind of it. a quick one, yeah. Um, so, so I, 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 uh, sold, I don't know if you remember, I was driving in, like, a Kia Spectra when we were in college together. It's like yep. a red sedan. Um, I drove that thing into the well, ground. That and, that and your moped. Oh, yeah, the moped, for sure. I still got that. That was my summer ride. 90 miles to the gallon, motherfucker. That was fun. You let me ride it down the street one time. I remember. Yeah, probably a bad idea, but it, you survived. I, yeah, I was, I was good. Uh, I grew. My mom had a motorcycle and stuff. Yeah. I kind of, and I, I'd ridden uh, quads and stuff before. That was my first two wheel vehicle. Yeah. So I, uh, so I traded, um, 
I traded in the the Spectra for um, a 2009 Subaru Forester, but it was like the luxury edition, like the L.L. Bean one with like leather seats and stuff, and it was in really good condition. It only had like 60,000 miles on it. Um, and I, I've been driving that for about a year, and I take pristine care of that car. Like I, you know, go for car washes, you know, I keep up on all the maintenance, you know, I make, uh, I'm always looking to see like, oh man, like, you know, what's this scratch on the side? Like, oh, and they're like, oh, it's just a smudge or whatever. And, um, so, uh, at my new apartment, we have like, you know, shared parking in the back, which is cool. Cause you're off the street. So you don't have to worry about, you know, the, whatever goes on in Albany at night. Um, so, right. you're, but you're sharing it with like random people. So, um, one night I parked, um, and then when I woke up in the morning to go to work, this, this white car was really, really, really close to my car. Um, and I was like, damn. So I squeezed in and, uh, when I got to work, I got out of my car and I inspected it and I saw that it had gotten hit, um, on the side. There was like the the front wheel well was like all dented in and wouldn't you know, it, it was white paint. Oh, and so, nah. motherfucker. So I drove home. Gave themselves away. And, and they were gone on my lunch break. So I was like, what the fuck? And I, so I, I, I went back to work. And I was just going to take care of it in person. Like, I didn't really want to get the cops involved or anything like that. And then, uh, right. so then I showed up uh, after work. And she was in the exact spot as before. And I pulled up next to the car. Um, and I took a bunch of pictures. And... Um, and I, t- I took out a ruler just to be sure. And sure enough, 24 to 27 inches on my car uh, was white paint and oh, a dent. Motherfucker. And on you her car. Physics into this you, shit. You would, I was, I was going to say you would break it down to a science. And then yeah. on her car, 24 to 27 inches was red paint. My exact You've got color. a match up, Captain. We got a match. We got a match. So so I couldn't, I couldn't figure out who it was. This bitch haywire so I, on your car. Oh, dude. It, yeah. It didn't have the balls to leave you a note. Yeah, I know. Seriously, like I would always—I've never done it, but if I did, I would—I would feel as if I would leave a note. I'd want to wait. I feel like that's the fucked. Ah. Yeah. There was there was one time I was delivering in the uh, winter, and I backed up into someone's taillight, and I left a note. You know, because I was in a, uh, I was delivering pizza, and it was an apartment complex, so it's like, how are you gonna find it? Yeah, that's acceptable. Yeah. That's yeah. That's the least you can do. Yeah, you're working. You're working, yeah. So like that, that's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, so I, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out who it was. So I, I, you know, I thought about it more and more. I was like, ah, fuck it. If I'm gonna make an insurance claim, I'm gonna have to call the cops to get, you know, police report. So I called the cops, uh, and they came, and I, I showed them the situation. I showed them all my evidence with the, with the tape measure and stuff. Our cars are You're right like, next listen, to each other. The case is laid out for you. I've done all the work. Uh, yeah, exactly. Columbo you presented them with a fucking in-depth report. Yeah, so so they you know and they were pretty they were pretty you know on my side they were like yep yeah yeah no I see that yeah that's <laughs> okay yep same paint uh, and then they looked up the information and it turned out it was a girl that lived right next door to me and uh, so they they knocked on her door they brought her outside they had to separate us so as there would be no collusion or whatever and she walked over to her car and she just went no I didn't do it and then they went okay. And then she walked away, and then they came back, and they go, yeah, she said she didn't do it. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute, what? And they were like, yeah, you know, if she says that she didn't do it, then uh, we can't really, you know, if you, if there was no witnesses, we can't really say, 
whether or not it happened. I was like, dude, she was parked there. We live in the same building, 24 to 27 inches, same, my paint's on her car, her paint's on my car, and the guy just goes, ah, yeah, nah, no, there's nothing we can do. And uh, I got so pissed off. Um, yeah. I just I start going off. Wow. I just start throwing analogies at the guy. I was like, so if I go and rob a bank and I get the blue paint on me and I get caught, I can just say, no, it's not blue paint from the from the bank. It's blue paint from the paint store. And the guy was like, well, that's not really <laughs> the same thing. And I was like, yeah, it is, man. Oh, oh man. man. You should have said so you did see it. it my car. You're... You're right. It, that analogy does apply because it's essentially they're trying to say that that paint on your car is from something else. Yeah. Shit, I mean, man. You should have just been like, "Well, you know what? I then. did. You know, I do remember. I did see her do it. She was drinking a beer, smoking a doobie. She was driving recklessly. <laughs> yeah. I saw it go down, officer. Go arrest well, that bitch like, right now because she's lying. <laughs> from the former dents on the car, it looked like she had gotten into some DWI accidents. But you know what I did say to the cop, though? is like, you know, so if I told you that if my girlfriend came out and told and just lied and said that she had saw it, you would file a police report? And he was like, yeah, definitely. I was like, well, you know what? I wouldn't do that because uh, I'm not a liar. And he was like, Ooh, well, yeah, good right? man. There's enough of them. Can't compromise. Can't compromise your own morals. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a very honest person, and, and I don't like when other people get fucked over. Right. Yeah, it's bullshit. So you ended up having well, to fix it yourself and uh, live next yeah. to this terrible person for the remainder <laughs> of that time. We're pu- we're putting your uh, neighbor on. Did you give her like right the, the like She's, the uh, eye every time you saw her? Like you go no, but she gives me the eye. I know I wave. I'm, oh, you I'm still courteous, live like... near her. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Damn. It's fine. It's tough. It's tough with your neighbors. So then, I, actually, uh, since since I put this on the list um, before. Uh, there's kind of like a, an update to this story um, okay. that uh, so the other day I, I was pulling in here and uh, the spot that I normally parked in uh, her car was there and so I was like fuck I gotta park on the street so I went and parked like a block away and then when I went to go get my car in the morning it got fucking keyed Ugh. so I got fucked over again by the same girl wow I bet it's her that keyed it it was like a block away. She walked down the street. She walked down the street and got it. God, you know who I bet he did? This is this is war. Fucking a, Tim. You need to step up your game. I don't know. I know what? How can I retaliate? You know. You just fucking put uh put ta- huh put tax in your spot before you leave. Oh for work. god, no! Yeah, you, yeah. Take a, you take a you take a rag soaking in. gasoline. You open her gas tank. You put the rag inside <laughs> of it deep, and then Uh-oh. you light that fucker and you walk away. Allegedly. <laughs> Wait, so do I walk away or do I turn around? See, it's, so it's a concept the of like, if somebody's going to do something, just fucking do something that's going to end it to begin with so that there's no more fucking casualties <laughs> of war. You just do the fucking nuclear bomb and just fucking end it. Like, take away her fucking... Oh, man. Take away her car. Fuck it. That's brutal, dude. What do you... Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody will know you did it, except for whoever listens to this podcast. Hey, we're all the way at the end. <laughs> we're 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 thinking they dropped off mm. by now, so we're in the clear. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> We've uh, worn it thin and deterred them off by but, now. <laughs> but no, it's it's tough when it's your neighbor, you know, yeah. because you want to have a good relationship. You want to be able to, uh, you know, borrow a cup of sugar from that's, them. Yeah. Come time. Uh, that's why. Like, how? What kind of person could do this to the person they have to like possibly see every day for the like fucking remainder of their lease at minimum? I'm assuming maybe you know, a drunk person. I'm, maybe she yeah. was driving drunk. 
What, do we, literally what's the age of this said woman? Uh, I would say between 21 and, and 26. I'm going to make the assumption okay. that she's a woo girl. She's a party girl, and that's what's going <laughs> on here. Yeah, she kind of talks like Beth. Oh, dude, Valley Girl. Yeah, without a doubt. It's a woo girl. Yeah, yeah. 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 She, she, <laughs> most likely, she doesn't even remember whacking your car. So that's why she was like, no, nah, I didn't do that. I don't remember that. Well, that, and are you going to admit it to the cops? I, I doubt it. Yeah, fuck know. no. You'd have to be relying on her honesty, and if she's someone to hit the car and not tell you in the first place, she's probably not the on- most honest person in yeah. the world. Yeah. That's unfortunate. you got to find better parking. If anyone has suggestions for how Tim can uh, secure his parking spot. On street parking and keyed, in Albany? No way. Let us, yeah, let us know. Uh, we'll put up some kind of post regarding uh, cars getting keyed. <laughs> Maybe I should pull a uh, can... like a Back to the Future Doc Brown and just put a tarp over my car. So, and there then, you go. And then when people ask what I'm doing, I'll just say, it's just a science experiment. Just a weather experiment. <laughs> yes, that's they perfect. One point twenty-one gigawatts. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see it hit eighty-eight. When this baby hits eighty-eight, <laughs> you're gonna see some serious shit. And that's what we try and provide here at American Psycho Podcast: serious shit. Yeah. Well, not, little, not really. Yeah, no, though. I was gonna in say the most sar- in the most so sarcastic. <laughs> it, that that phrase said in the most sarcastic way possible. Yes, agreeable there. That, <laughs> That'd be a good way to sum yep. it up. So that kind of brings us to the uh, the end of the show here. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, it's been uh, uh, after uh, you. it's been fun, Tim. <laughs> thank you for joining it us. Has, man. Yeah, it was a fucking awesome time. Talked about a lot of kind of brought me back shit. to the old uh, brought me back to the old GTA days when we used to have like uh, three way conversations for like four hours a night. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's an underestimation. God. Yeah, GTA addiction <laughs> was real, people. Definitely. I'm glad they're still pumping stuff out, but we'll see uh, what the next title has in store. Yeah, yeah. I heard GTA 6 is in the works, which, let's see. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll keep you posted on yeah, that. Yeah, as soon as that comes out, we'll blast it. But Do you uh, have any plugs you want to hit up, How can Tim? the people get it, uh, Tim? Yeah, sure. Uh, Instagram at SmallyBigs. Uh, and on Facebook at uh, TS Photo Video. That's my uh, photography and video page. There you go. And he's got some beautiful stuff on Yes, there. check out Thanks, his work. Man. It's fucking, yeah, it's dope, man. I love your work. Thanks. Yeah, it was, it was uh, good being f- on, guys. Yeah, thank, thank you for yeah, coming. Man. Good having yeah, you. We'll have you we'll, back. Uh, we'll have to do it again. Yeah, yeah for sure, man. Put you on the old guest list. <laughs> you, you. As always, people get at us, uh, AmericanSlacker.wordpress.com. You can get at us at uh, American Slacker Podcasts on Instagram and Facebook. Our Twitter's weird. It's A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R podcast at, or well, yeah, at before and then Twitter. Twitter. Twitter, <laughs> people. You know how that works. Unlike me, uh, you can also can download us or something. You can also download us on, as Matt said before, our website, uh, podcast app from Apple, uh, the Stitcher app, the Podcast Attic app, and whole host of other places. You'll be able to find us. Basically, anywhere you can get a podcast, we'll be there. Now, Tim, we usually end the show by saying, "That's it. There you go." Is there a line that you want to throw in before or after that? You want to like throw out a little sign off? Yeah, sure. I got one. Okay. okay. 
Well, um, I, I guess that's it. There you go. And in case they don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Ha! I like Ooh, it. Ooh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Somewhere around that. <laughs> it's close enough. It'll, it'll do. Give you the idea. 